everybody, welcome into Huntington Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're taking bold predictions on the road. So sorry, Zach, uh, one show and you're out. Going back with the original crew that's here, that's Spencer Holbrook, Berm, I am Austin Ward, and that's the Black Pahouther. Um, <laughs> he's apparently gonna be here for the blackout tomorrow night as Ohio State kicks off the season against Minnesota. My first bold prediction is that I have no idea what that means. Yeah, I mean, we're learning that PJ Fleck knows how to A, row a boat, and B, how to create a, a slogan around the word how, I guess, because apparently that's what it means. The the Panther, the Panther. Uh, see, see what you've done to me, PJ? Because <laughs> he's named Goldie. The Badgers. Like, what are we doing? Uh, His name ba is Goldie. The Badgers program, apparently, uh, most programs ask, like, what's your why? You know, like, why are you doing this? The Pan uh, the Panthers, again. The Do you know what team they're playing tomorrow? <laughs> the are you saying Badgers, Gophers? The Black Pahouthers. Black Pahouthers? So, I'm so <laughs> darn disheveled because of this Black Pahouther behind me. And it's it's the Gophers, it's uh, it's their thing. It's their why, but it's their how. How Gophers. It's it's PJ Flex thing. The, ma the master of, I remember doing a couple, a story a few years ago about PJ Flex dictionary of terms that he made uh, he brought with him from western michigan to here to the gophers and, like they had to learn a word of the day which is like one of his made-up slogans every day we've talked about pj fleck and his drinks before but i mean he's probably cooking up all sorts of crazy motivation to try and get the buckeyes ready for tomorrow night and that apparently includes dressing up goldie the gopher and giving him you mean getting the gophers ready for tomorrow night <laughs> not the buckeyes because <laughs> yeah you did we're really what folks we're hammering for the buckeyes yeah I thought. we're we are whatever we're crushing this spencer episode. jump in my bold prediction is that two Ohio State running backs will go over the 100-yard mark. Uh, I think Mayan Williams is set for a big day. I think Ohio State's going to be able to move people up front. I think they're going to create lanes. Mayan Williams might have a, a big run there early. And then in these kind of games, when, when Ohio State starts to pull away, every once in a while you'll see one of those big runs from one of these younger guys, whether that's Trey Henderson, whether that's even like Marcus Crowley who's trying to get his feet back under him playing uh, – at full strength again, or you know, even like if Evan Pryor gets a carry, he could have a long run. One of these guys is going to help Mayan Williams get the Buckeyes over a couple hundred yards rushing, and I think two of them will have 100 yards rushing. I was going to predict that Ohio State was going to have 300 yards rushing, but apparently I'm going to have to put a pin in that one and just jump to Cameron Brown having a pick six for the Buckeyes on Thursday night. I think as they go into the season, and I've talked about Cam Brown a lot, as so have you, Burham and Spencer, that how how good he can be when he's fully healthy, how significant he is for the Ohio State secondary. Seven Banks is the one that comes into this season with the reputation, with the talk of being that high first-round pick. Cam Brown can be one as well, I think, but he will have to prove it on the field. I think teams will be throwing away from Seven Banks and trying to test Cam Brown to see what he can do if he's really uh, you know, capable of being that second corner, the second starter uh, that's going to be out on the field for a lot of plays. And I think he's ready for that. You know, just what we've saw, we saw in open practices, a couple PBUs, again, that's small sample size, but all that really matters is that you were seeing Cam Brown out there healthy and running around, because we all we already know that he can perform in Big Ten games because he's done that before two years ago uh, and was a p big part of those plans before he got hurt last year. So Minnesota, at some point, is going to have to try and throw the football in Ohio State to win this game, and I don't think that that will work that well for them. It's gonna, it's just going to be good to see Cam out there. How fair? How fair? How fair? How fair? My first how fair. My first bold prediction is that uh, Chris Olave will finish with uh, eight catches, 150 yards, and three touchdowns. Mm, wow. Uh, I think that there's going to be a lot of focus. We all have to talk about Garrett Wilson because he's so acrobatic and fun to watch. 
Jackson Smith and Jigba's got all that hype. Like, maybe he's better than both of those two guys. Chris Olave's a dude, man. Like, that guy is just open all the time. And I, I think that the relationship he has with C.J. Stroud dating back to last year, they've kind of developed a little bit of a security blanket bond. And that's where I'm going first. I think C.J. Uh, Stroud to Chris Olave is a big-time hookup tomorrow. And I think it's the day that Chris Olave puts the country on notice that he's the best receiver in the country, not his teammate. This is a, a weird, bold prediction, but I've been thinking about it. It's all out there? Week. It's pretty far out there. Um, I, I've been thinking about this all week, though. I think Tanner Morgan's going to have a pretty good game. Who's but Tanner I think, Morgan? I, I think... I'm kidding. I think Minnesota's going to throw the ball a lot because they're going to be down and trying to come back. So my bold prediction is that Tanner Morgan will have more than 250 passing yards, but you'll still feel good about the Ohio State secondary. I don't know how, you know, like really how to word that, but I think you're going to feel a lot better about what you see from the secondary. But at the same time, the Gophers are going to have to put the ball in the air and really try to make a, you know, they're going to be on the comeback the entire game because I just don't see them slowing Ohio State down. They're going to throw it a lot. Tanner Morgan will have a nice day. You'll still walk away feeling pretty good about what you see from the secondary. Tanner Mahorgan? Mahorgan. Don't they all have to put how in their name? How fair. I thought that was the rule. Mohamed Ibrahim. <laughs> Mohamed Ibrahim. Well, that, that one's yeah. much easier. Yeah, that one's simple. Yeah, everybody's going to be able to do that one. Uh, to build off what I said last week about Jonte Jean-Baptiste leading this team in sacks this year, I think he'll start that uh, tomorrow night or Thursday night in here in this stadium against a, a, a very big Minnesota offensive line. Yeah. I, I'm not sure, like, you look at Ohio State, the size that they have. These are two of the biggest offensive lines in the country, but I think one is much more uh, skill-developed than the other. Minnesota uh, has that size, but I'm not sure that they're going to blow you away with any of their agility, their, their anything to win one-on-one matchups against a speed rusher like Javante John-Baptiste or Tyree Smith or Zach Harrison. I think we, we saw that a little bit with Dewan Jones just in camp, how t- hard it can be for guys that size to yeah. protect that edge. That'll be a test now for Dewan Jones in week one and week two as he starts there at right tackle. But we know for a fact that Ohio State has five-star uh, edge rushers that are going to pose a challenge for any blockers in the country, uh, let alone these ones at Minnesota. So I think Javante Jean-Baptiste, at least two. I think there's a chance maybe two and a half to three sacks. Uh, but we'll start conservatively with two, with the bold being maybe a forced fumble on top of that. Yeah, I think that's why Minnesota is going to have to rely on the running game because they have big offensive linemen, but they're not that agile, quick-footed group like Ohio State has. And when you have these defensive ends Ohio State is going to put out there, I think the Gophers are going to need to lean on that running game of Muhammad Ibrahim to really get them going. Uh, Bold prediction number two for me is going to be about Travion Henderson, and it's that he's going to return the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Wow. For Ohio State, just to be clear. For Ohio State. For a house, for a house, a house, their state. Okay, well, that's going to be the boldest one I think we hear. It's, yeah. it's a specific play. Even. Well, the opening kickoff for Ohio State. Right, I got yeah. you. Okay. That's still very specific. Yeah, yeah, but that's how I do it. That's wild. Um, maybe this one isn't that bold, but I think my last wrong one's show, bold. Spencer. Uh, <laughs> Ohio State walks away having given up no quarterback hurries, not even a sack. No hurries, no pressures. That seems quite bold. This offensive line. Yeah, I mean that is actually fairly bold. This offensive line is is built to protect C.J. Stroud. It's a massive offensive line. They're going to move people up front and and help the Buckeyes be able to run the ball. But I think they also are being given a mission. You got to keep a new quarterback clean. If you don't keep him clean, he's not going to be able to get comfortable. And I don't think you're going to feel as good about yourself going into that game against Oregon. I think they're going to take it upon themselves to make sure the new quarterback's clean. C.J. Stroud doesn't, you know, keeps that that jersey clean even if it's on the turf jersey stays clean Ohio State no hurries no sacks but don't you think that 
a true a freshman quarterback playing his first game might be a little bit prone to holding onto the ball longer than he should. Yeah, I think there's going to be pressures in the box score, but that's is Spencer's bold prediction. Hey, I like it. He gets it. to do whatever he I wants. I like it. And he went out there with it. Bold. Just, like, I'm going to buck Behold. what I actually believe about the future of Ohio State's offense and say that Master Teague is going to score three touchdowns tomorrow night. And, and maybe that's just a sign of uh, the best way to use him. I think he's going to finish drives. I think he, when you get into maybe even the third quarter, fourth quarter of games, you could put him in there as somebody to, to wear down, especially after – you know, Dewan Jones and Paris Johnson and Thayer Munford and uh, Nicholas Petit Frere have been leaning on guys, and then you've been hammered away with Mayan Williams and maybe Travion Henderson. Master Teague in short yardage, there's just nobody, you know, he's one of the best I've seen at that. He has his limitations. I've talked about him plenty in terms of being an every down back, but uh, the way he, if he's physically healthy, we know he's one of the strongest guys on the team. And going straight ahead, you're not going to stop him. I think that they can use him as a hammer in those situations, and I think as a senior that they probably will. Uh, a few months ago on the Twitter, I made a behold prediction there <laughs> that Craig Young was going to leave this season reminding people of Darren Lee from the 2014 year when, mm -hmm. uh, when Darren sort of just erupted and became a household name. And I think that t that begins tomorrow night for Craig Young or Thursday night, whenever we, uh, tonight. Whenever you see it. Whenever you guys see this, it's going to happen in the game against Minnesota because I think that in that bullet position, Craig Young's athleticism makes him a very difficult player to scheme against. And plus, they don't know anything about him. So all they know is that he's going to be back there for Ohio State. And I think that Craig Young athletically is way different than people know about. And I think we're going to see him with a pick six or a fumble recovery for a touchdown. One of those things where he's causing chaos out there from the bullet position. And I think he's going to blow up. Well, this was a chaotic show. Yeah. Maybe not our best, but how, but it's out there. We're out there. We're just trying to get back into midseason yeah. form. This is game number one. It's really cool that you see the cheerleaders are, are out here. Out, they've been getting ready for tomorrow night, Thursday night, whenever you're watching it. The band's out here, so you're getting the real vibe of college football being back and playing the sounds, hearing it, and you just it's there's gonna be fans. All the stuff that you're used to that we love college football for so much, uh, it's back. Uh, Thursday night, Ohio State at Minnesota, the Big Ten season kicking off. These have been bold predictions for what's going to happen. I think all three of us have already said Ohio State is going to win this game and cover, so we won't even bother getting into that. Stay tuned for full coverage of Ohio State at Minnesota at LettermanRow.com and the Buckeyes all year round at Letterman Row. That's Spencer Burham. I'm Austin. We will see you back here from Huntington Bank Stadium on Thursday night.